What's up, Pack? So what we were just talking about really quick there, by the way, I'm Steve Del Savio, Pack Leader, Ask the Pack Leader Show. We got Jamie here. We have Adam behind the wheels of steel, as we Hello, always say. We were just showing the, uh, so I did a, recently did a test on my hormone levels and stuff, and we found some of my hormone levels were a little bit low. So they were saying to me, like, what's it going to be like once you, <laughs> once you get your hormone levels in check? And I was like, I'll basically be like the Kool-Aid guy who just comes, boom, through the thing. <laughs> it's like, yo, yeah, every morning, like, for sessions. So I'm going to be like, yo, calm. I'm slightly terrified for this. <laughs> So what are we talking about today? So today we're going to do a bunch of questions. Um, puppy questions. Huh? Puppy questions. So good. So puppy questions. Um, do we want to show this stuff first? Or do we want to, like Steve's what I did? He's really, really excited about oh, it. Oh, you're show, show and tell. tell? Dang, go ahead. Do you want to do show right, and tell? Get it over with. Okay. Right into it. Okay. Get, get it over with. So, all right. So people are always asking me, like, like, when they're with their dogs, how do I find calmness? How do I build confidence? But they're always thinking in a way of, like, how do I build calmness or confidence while I'm with the dog, right? But... That's something that, listen, working with your dog, you always hear me say, lead your dog, lead your life. So working with them is gonna help you with all those things, but you have to be able to practice that stuff away from your dog. So most people are like, like I'm with my dog and I'm just not confident. I know, I say, so what are you doing to practice confidence? Or I'll ask them, what are you doing to practice calmness? And they say, uh, nothing. And I say, well, if you're not practicing it at all, do you think you're gonna gain any or get better at it? No. So something I do a lot of is practicing calmness. We talked about that where I do my breath work, we do cold showers, breathing exercises, meditating, all that, right? But for confidence things, for me, it's what can I find? And this is a very individual thing that's like for some people, they'll have confidence in certain areas, but then in others, they won't. So for me, it's like, and I always say, what am I not like totally confident doing? It's basically something I'm unfamiliar with, AKA uncomfortable with. So. When you're uncomfortable, it just means you're not familiar with that thing. Like you'll have people who are like, I'm terrified of spiders, right? That's just because you're not familiar with a spider. Cassie. Like Cassie, <laughs> yes, exactly. But then you have people again who are, are terrified of dogs, right? They're not confident around dogs, they're really scared about dogs. All that means is they don't understand dog and they, they're not familiar with the way a dog works or how the dog thinks and what they're doing. So we've actually worked with people like that, <clears throat> excuse me, who come and they say, I'm terrified of dogs and I'll put them in the park or we'll go to a dog park and I'll, from a distance, I'll start explaining, see the way that dog is looking like this and doing that, see his ears, that means he's friendly. When a guy's looking at you like this, that means he's a little tense, just stay relaxed. So that's that part, but I'm always looking for things. So I've jumped out of planes already. I've uh, done a oh, yeah, lot that's of- something we need to do. Yeah. I haven't done it, I don't know. I'd like to. That was like one, so I'm always trying to think of something like, what is it that's gonna make me feel a way of like, uh, and then accomplish, and it's like, it's like what I call like the forced repetition of courage. Mm -hmm. Right, so it's never gonna be like, well, I'm super confident to do this. No, that has to be gained. So something recently for me that I did a forced repetition of courage was um, 38 and, and a bunch of my friends have shotguns and done all that stuff. Adam shotguns in California. Have you ever? Yes. Oh, you have, shit. So Jamie shotguns and I haven't shotguns. That's really fucked up. Um, I actually really like that. <laughs> <laughs> so something I never did was shoot a gun. So uh, there's a place down the road and I was talking to some people there and they said, yeah, come on by and we'll, we'll, we'll do a class for you and show you how to shoot a gun and all that stuff. And I was like, all right, that makes me feel a little bit like I've never shot guns. I don't know what the hell this is going to be like. What's it going to be? So of course for me- It actually really surprises me that you've never shot a gun. Yeah, I know, I know. It's just that's something we've done, like listen- up he's, a, he's a city slicker, that's why yeah. I Yeah, like, for me, the guns that I saw were on the streets and shit back in the day, like that was like the, the thing. So I was like, my parents were like, you're not getting involved in that stuff. So I could have easily went down that road, but luckily Steve, I didn't. do you mind just checking your mic pack? I, yes. I feel like I'm hearing- Oh, maybe, what, it's off? Well, no, it's, it sounds like it's like getting a little bit messed up there. 
Just make sure it's plugged in really well. Okay. Some technical Should be good. difficulties. No, I mean, I just good. wanted to make sure that we were doing good. Is that good? good? Yeah, I think it's going to be a good. Okay. I'll, I'll let you know if it happens again. Let me know if it's happening again. Yeah. So, yeah, so then the, so I said, let me go there, and I'm going to just learn how to shoot a gun. So I went uh, two weeks ago, and believe it or not, I went with Cassie. Or No, it was three weeks, about three weeks ago with Cassie to learn. We did a class on learning how to shoot a handgun, and that was, like, super interesting. So that was the first one where I was like, all right, what is this? The feeling that you have, you learn how to do it, they show you how to do it, but then you're just like, your, your earmuffs are on, your safety's on, and then there's like strict rules when you're in there. So you're walking in I there and it's so. like, holy shit, I know. It's like, holy shit, okay, this is gonna be like, interesting, you see people firing guns in there, it's like, it creates this feeling, because you just never experienced it, right? right. So in there, I, the, the first time you're holding that thing, it's like, you can feel like, holy shit, but that's where I was able to like practice my breathing and like, okay, so let me just get this. Like, I got to force myself to do this. Even when you and I went the other day, yeah, it, yeah. it was the same. And I shot guns before, but yeah. I haven't done it in a long time. I know. So you have to make it through the like nerves part yeah. and then you can calm yourself down. Keep it's just breathing. getting through that first thing. And it's just like anything yeah, else. Like, yeah, I yeah. just got to get through that first one and then have a few more repetitions, realize that I can do it. Mm -hmm. That's that forced repetition of courage that I'm talking about. So people are like, well, I'm scared to do it. I'm like, I know that's normal, but we got to like, like you got to push yourself and be able to kind of to, to just go for it right so i did it by the end of that i was feeling really good about it i was like okay i feel good popping the magazine and mm -hmm. all that stuff and you think you're a pro now yeah then i went again with adam uh last week what i will say though is is because you went and learned the right way mm -hmm. from the first time yeah he is it's not that you're a pro but you no. are very uh technically sound already right. just by going a couple times and that's important that's we, a really we, good point like yeah because you and i we learned on a ranch yeah so we've learned Etiquette, but more cowboy, cowboy yeah. etiquette. Yeah. yeah, and and we we know how to hold the gun. Yeah. We know the the etiquette. Don't point it at people. How to load. How right. to do all those things. Right. But as far as technically sound things, yeah. we did not learn it. So I'm gonna actually go get lessons too. Yeah, for sure. So we, so we can actually be like. Yeah, that, and it's it's like what we talk out. about when when people believe it or not when people come here with their dogs and they're like I'm like so have you been through any other trainers before and they're like yeah and I'm like all right. Because now I know they've learned bad habits, mm -hmm. right? They've learned like not so it's good things. Because like, obviously, because the dogs here are in a total mess when they show up, it's like, all right, so obviously you learn some things. We got to like redo all that stuff and then get to the point of learning the correct way, like understanding a dog the correct way. So you see them doing bad habits and mm -hmm. all that. That's why I love the puppy thing because pr it's prevention, right? From the beginning, they haven't learned from a trainer and they're just an open book. Right. So that's kind of what I was going to the, the thing for the first time. It's probably the best way to learn. Yeah. So now I went twice and I'm like, all right, I accomplished this handgun thing. I got to step it up a little bit. So of I'm course. like. Because you're an extremist. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, so I was like, well, what can they shoot next? Well, they have the, the big rifles in there. I was like, well, I want to learn how to shoot that. So I did a class. Hold on. Where's my thing? It's so show I, and tell time. Yeah. I love <laughs> this shit. So we went to a place. It's like 20 minutes from here called Reloaders in New Jersey. So I got, if you can see here, my. My, my fundamentals with Tamar, this guy was awesome, super like, so this is actually funny with this guy, I said to him, I, he was so passionate about it. I said, I was like, dude, so where did you learn all this stuff? And he goes, honestly, dude, uh, I just love this stuff so much that I'm, it's such a passion of mine. He goes, I work here seven days a week. And I don't give a shit if they pay me what, whatever and all that. And he's like, just loves it. And I could feel it. You can feel the energy when you're in there. He's like, oh, so check it. And then you're going to do this. And then, Does he like dogs? Did you get that? Come work here? <laughs> I know, that's what I said. You want to work with dogs? Um, but then, all right, so we went to the range and do we have, like, hold on, let me show the video actually to you. I haven't, we're going to see this video. Let's see. We need some like revealing music. Yeah, I know. I know. Didn't give us something. That. Give us a little something. Yeah. Jimmy. What you got? What, drum roll? Drum roll, please. <laughs> drum roll? I don't know about that. Let me know when you're ready. Fine, don't be fun. Do you have it there? No drum roll from Jamie. No drum roll. See if you can put it on the screen there. I have it here. I want to show this is good. 
Because I had the guy video me on my, one of my rounds. Here we go. You ready? Yep. One, two, and. This is towards the end, so I was feeling way better at this point, obviously. I'm like, hey, right, where am I going to shoot right here? I'm getting adjusted. They want you to put it like right on your shoulder there. Look at my, look at the width, like, boom, my shoulder. shoulder that thing is powerful. Sore. Yeah, it was a little sore. <laughs> I have a little red mark from there from shooting it. But I'll tell you, the first time that I picked that thing up, it's like my heart was racing. I couldn't breathe, and I was and in the middle of it. It has like a sight with a laser in the middle of it. And that thing was just going like <laughs> all, all over the place. I was like, I just need to fire one of these shots. And hold on, let me see if I can show. Here, you see it? Yep. I'm hoping it's not going to be too loud for you guys. I'm going to turn down a little bit yeah. just in case it is. I'm very proud of myself there, clearly. <laughs> but you'll see here. I, Do you know which one was the first shot? I'm pretty sure I know. Hold on. Let me see. Okay. So tell me if you guys can see this. Adam, can they see this good? I can see it, yeah. If you turn it away from the camera a little bit, this like way? tilt it, yeah, about there. Okay, so the top right, I believe, was the first round. So you'll see, and by the way, the first, okay, so to make this clear, <laughs> this was the first round, like all this shit, right? All this stuff, and then I went to this, this was my second round. Mm -hmm. So you can see a little bit over, but I got a couple in the middle. This was the third round. That makes sense. I was getting a little bit better. This was the fourth where I was getting a little bit tighter in here and I got a couple bullseyes. Oh wait, no, this was the one, the, the fourth one where I got here a bunch close and then this was the last round like these. So I did a couple of them twice. Okay. But I'll tell you, this is like so much easier to shoot than, than so this was like 15 or 20 yards away. This was way easier to shoot than the handgun was for sure. Not, so I'll tell you this, it was, it was more terrifying, I shouldn't say terrifying, but it was like more um, heart racing, adrenaline pumping to hold well, that big ass shit and do that, as opposed to with the handgun, it's like, all right, this is like kind of like a, it feels like it's like, eh, whatever. But you have the scope with the rifle too. Yeah, so, so it's, it's easier to shoot and you have way more accurate. to hold it. So, yeah. But anyway, that's, that's for you guys. If you want to ever do something like, I'm always thinking about, like I said, about ways that I can get out of comfort zone and that was one for sure. By the end, I was focusing on my breathing, and he was actually telling me about your breathing. He's like, so when you want to actually fire, it's like you breathe in, on the out, right before you're about to take your breath in, that's where you're shot. And you can feel that, and that's what I'm doing with dogs, right? When you, see, you guys see me, when it's like, all right, we're going to work with this dog. I'm like, a lot of oxygen in. All right, so how can I help you? Like, mm -hmm. that's how it goes. So it's the same kind of thing. So that was really cool. I really enjoyed that, so... It's one of those things that regardless of your views on guns in America and all that stuff, Second Amendment and everything, it's, it's just something that I, I try to find whatever it is. Because look, there's going to be people who are at the range who they'll like be, like they don't care. But right. so for them, it's not really getting that much out of comfort zone. For me, it was for me, getting out of comfort zone. That was why I love doing it. But we're thinking of ways here to do more stuff. We wanted to do like a group outing of jumping out of a plane. Hopefully, hopefully the company exists after that. Yeah, I've been saying this <laughs> for two years. Maybe that's why we haven't I know, done it. I know. But yeah, it's probably because you're saying it. If Steve said it, you'd yeah, be, we'd we need be to go next, tomorrow. We'd be on the next flight. I've been saying it for my birthday the past two years. I know. So we have let's to do go, that. We'll go. have to do that. Um, but yeah, always getting out of comfort zone. So always trying to find something. Again, I love the I love the the forced repetition of courage to achieve confidence. I just love that. Like saying, I don't know where I heard that or if I came up with it or what, but that's what it felt like to me. It's like you have to force yourself to do this thing, and and override our limiting belief mind, which is like, you can't do this, this is gonna be bad, you're gonna, and it's normal, we're a fight, fight, fight animal, so we're gonna be feeling that thing of like, 
is it's going to happen. What's the danger? What's the danger? We need to stay safe. So anything out of comfort zone feels unsafe, feels wrong right. until we accomplish it. We say, okay, it's not. So we're, listen, we're a species that was made to survive, not to be happy. So we have to learn and understand that. That's what I'm trying to tell the clients too when I'm talking to our female clients when they're in their feminine, our female clients in the masculine, our masculine, our, our male clients in masculine, our male clients in feminine. When you're feeling these ways, it's normal to feel that way is what I'm saying, but understand it. And then there's times where we have to override some of those and have like the discipline to say, not right now, this is not the right place for a dog. So it's the same thing with this stuff is, is always trying to understand why you're feeling a certain way and really know thyself. I love that <laughs> shit. Like know yourself. So then you can find that inner peace and all that. So that's that. What else do we have to talk about? Or should we go right to the questions? I right think to the we questions. should get right into the questions. Because uh, Jamie's going to flip her later. We got a lot of shit going on. Oh, should we talk it's about the thing we're doing day. today? Well, who's well, coming today? Really it. quick. Uh, we the have reason why Jamie's uh, reason why Jamie's having anxiety, <laughs> anxiety over there. there. By the way, you guys can sense it. Yeah, you yeah. can sense it, right? Put her on the treadmill. The, after this, yeah, by the through way. the camera. Can you tell? Can you tell? Christian, we gotta put Jamie for a bike ride after this. Yeah, she's next. Yeah, but so we have a friend of mine, Leah, who's coming, and she studied under. A very famous hip, hypnotist, or not hypnotist, um, hypnotherapist called uh, Marissa Peer. She's a British lady who. I love her. Yeah, she's really good. If you guys check her out, Marissa Peer, I really like her stuff too. She's all about like the visualization stuff and dealing with things that are inside. So I've done actually something with uh, Leah already, and I want to offer it to our team, to anyone. I don't force anybody to do anything, but I like giving the team opportunities to do things if they'd like to try it. So. Lee is a great lady and she's coming to uh, do some hypnotherapy for us for today. Mm -hmm. And basically what, what people think like, what, you get hypnotized and like you do like that weird shit on the stage. Like, you know what I mean? When yeah, you're supposed no. to be a hypnotist. It's not like that. It's like, uh, raise your right arm. And you're like, uh, like. And you have no recollection yeah. of what happened. But what I would describe it we're as. Not, we're not hypnotizing the team. So yeah, we're, we're hypnotizing perform them. better, guys. It's work, not that. Work not 100 hours a week. <laughs> <laughs> work for no pay. <laughs> you know, like that. Imagine that. But. Uh, that was case we would have did it a long time ago. <laughs> I know. Oh, so, so that's why I work so yeah, much? I didn't that even realize that's it. Why I'm here so oh, you're just catching on, Adam? So, oh, so you've been hypnotized. So right? the, for the hypnotherapist, what it's basically like is you start talking to so like, what can I help you with? Like, a lot of like what I'm doing, I'm talking to them, and we get into a place where um, they start, like, I can't even really describe, it's hard to describe it, but it's kind of like, all right, sit back and relax, close your eyes, they tell you how to like, where to put your eyes and roll back in your head a little bit. And start saying, okay, we're going to be doing this. And it's like a deep meditation. Like, yeah, it really feels like that. So it's like there's there's like some snapping happening. I don't know the how the methods of it, but the way I would describe it is like you feel like you're like just waking up, almost like half awake, half sleeping type thing. So it's like it, like you're in really like a, it's it, what it feels like to me is like you said like like when I meditate and I got like really deep into yeah. the conscious state, it almost feels like that. Um, actually, you know what? It's like maybe not though because it's like into the conscious state, but what this does is, oh, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, I think what it is is like a brainwave of the theta where you're actually getting into subconscious where the, where the window opens. Because like for, for what they say in, is in the state of theta is like when you're just upon rising or just upon going to bed is really the only time where, you're, where the, the, the subconscious is open, which is why that's why they recommend affirmations and putting things in your ears at that time of the day. So that's something you guys can look into is affirmations and why to do affirmations in the morning or at night, right before bed, as you're going to sleep, mm -hmm. because that's like where your brain goes into a different wave. I guess they call it. I'm not a scientist, obviously, but, but with dogs, kind of. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But but that's what. It, and I've done them, and it really is. Because um, like, listen, what we always talk to each other about is like, oh, not to each other, to ourselves about is I'm not good enough. I can't do this. The limiting belief bullshit. But these things, what they say is like, I am happy. I am wealthy. Not like I'm going to be. 
Because then you're telling your body like, yeah, one day you will be. No, 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 I am. I am this, I am happy, I am calm, I am successful, I am whatever it is, right? So yeah, that's what I would describe it as. And some things come up from your past that are in there as far, that stuff that's like stuck inside. Yeah. And some things came back through me, believe it or not, from first grade, she came up. And it was some, it was just crazy to, to, to realize that that was like an event that happened in my life as a first grader that had, had issued then again, caused lack of confidence with me and in certain areas. And you thought it was so minor probably. I thought it was like, who gives a shit? I was a first grader, what the, who cares about that? Right. But then when I actually like stopped for a second and realized, wait a second, all I do is talk about imprint period, zero to mm -hmm. seven years, I was right in imprint period, right there, like actually towards the end of my imprint. So that was an event that happened that caused me to lack confidence and stuff and then overcame that and it was, it's crazy how you feel after that. So I'm not like, like I, listen, I'm not somebody who's saying you need to go do this and you have to do it. I'm just giving you guys it's ideas and suggestions. Go to the gun range if you want to get out of there. Go try a hypnotherapist. There's all things to try. If it, What's the worst case scenario? It doesn't work out well. Okay, so it didn't work and try something new. I'm always trying things and testing the words. I've made myself basically the human test dummy. I'll try whatever to see if it worked. And if it, the only things I'm going to talk to you guys about, if someone asked me a question, I would talk about the things that haven't worked for me. But... I like telling the things that have worked because it's like, well, that's what's working. That's what can be growth and that. So that's we, do, we just let Steve do everything first. Yeah, exactly. See how it works out. Oh, you went to the gun range and <laughs> didn't die. Maybe I'll go. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> but yeah. So we're excited to have that. So some of the some of the staff here are gonna take us up on that offer. I'm mm -hmm. gonna do another one today because I love doing like stuff and getting out of my comfort zone a little bit and feeling being somewhat hypnotized and going into my subconscious. Anything to anything for me that I can get rid of any negativity that's inside of me or traumas or anything that I've been through that I can release into the air or into the universe. Like that's what I am dreaming to do because I really believe that stuff is what leads to, listen, this is like obviously um, con uh, controversial, I guess. Not really controversial, but like people think different ways about this. You know, the, the super medical sciencey world is going to say, yeah, it's all bullshit. It's just the human body and just ding, ding, ding. That's like very much like veterinary behavior world. Mm -hmm. That's very much vets and all that. Not all, not all, by the way, but, but a lot of them are like that. Um, whereas like I'm more into like, well, is that possible? And I, it does make a lot of sense to me logically as an independent thinker that traumas and negative events can be held inside because I really believe that we're, we're spiritual beings and there's things that happen there that can that can really like hold on to us and that can lead to diseases and stuff like anxiety look at it you see people with anxiety they become emaciated look at the dogs mm -hmm. who come with anxiety they're they're skinny they're stressed the hell out their body they start developing disease so when you're dealing with like depression anxiety anger fear all that crap your body your immune system is not working it's in fight flight so that means your body's not healing so obviously going to be more prone to disease and maybe people should think about this shit during this coronavirus thing as opposed to just strapping a mask on and be like i'm good yeah good luck with that shit actually focus on your diet focus on your mental health focus on working out focus on vit vitamin d3 and k2 how they it's finally came out health. of that like eight months later it's like oh by the way have vitamin d yeah no shit that's like <laughs> one of the most important things in the body uh, vitamin C, like, like eating healthy, you know, like all that stuff is super important and building your immune system mm -hmm. to be strong, to be able to deal with all this stuff outside. But it's not a coincidence to me that a lot of Americans are struggling with this because we're one of the most obese countries and, or if not the most, I don't know if we I are, think we are the most obese country in the world. So of course we're struggling with it. And, you know, they blame everybody in the world, but what, when do we start blaming ourselves? Like starting an accountability for, for our own shit. Anyway, that's a whole nother story, but <laughs> Let's get into the questions. I think we're ready to go on that one. Yeah, Let's do are it. Are you ready? I'm always ready. 
Hmm. Not really, but anyway. Well, let's, let's see. Most, let's see. Let's see. As, soon, as soon as she starts, let's see what happens. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this question comes from B. Stevens. Uh, I wondered how old Nico. Wondered how old Nico when you first started doing the bike with him. We are looking to get a Doberman, and I want to make sure that I'm fulfilling him without risking his growth. I know Nico was pretty young, but is there such thing as too young? Obviously, keeping a steady pace and not going for too long. Yeah. With Nico, I didn't start it, like, when he was eight weeks. Like, we, that was, like, he's too small, like, a little freaking thing at that point. Um, I couldn't tell you the exact, like, weeks or month that I started with him, but I would take a wild guess. I mean, I have videos, right? So we can go back, but it was probably somewhere around four months, I would, I would assume, that probably. I started. I definitely, all right, let's put it this way. From eight months old, I definitely brought him around a bicycle. I mean, not eight months, eight weeks old. I definitely brought him, like, right from the beginning, brought him to see as much shit as I possibly could. So... Like we had, we're, we're a working ranch here and people are biking all the time. So when the guys were biking or the girls were biking, I would um, bring him out to see the bike, smell the bike, see the bike and make it a positive, good boy, look at that. And But smelling the bike, seeing the bike, hearing the bike, all that stuff to make it, yeah, and bring some food there, bring some play there. So he got associated in a positive way with it. Um, then around four months, I did some stuff with him, like really short, like, like I would just sit on the bike and walk with it or I walk next to the bike with him. Then I would sit on the bike and just go with like around a little bit with him. And he'd be like, oh, what the hell is this thing? And he's like, is this okay? Yeah, yeah, this is good. We like this. So just, um, I was focusing way more on the mind with him than, than like, I have to like drain him as a German Shepherd. No, no, no. That was in the beginning, just getting him used to it and feeling comfortable by it and feeling good about it. Um, and how long would you say you did that for? Or how per many time? Times? Per time? Yeah. I don't know, like for five, 10 minutes. Just enough to him to feel comfortable about it. And I would always, okay, and always making sure I ended it on a good note. So if it was like the bike ended and I was like, okay, we're done er, on the bike. And he's like this, I wouldn't have ended there. I would have gone again a little bit and stopped slower and brought him like almost to me. Good boy. Then put the kickstand and then walk away from it. So his last memory with that wasn't a good thing. That's like uh, something that you guys can understand for all the shit you're dealing with, with your dogs is trying to end it on a good note or as good of a note as possible. Mm -hmm. Like dog meltdown reaction, deal with it and try to settle the dog down. Don't overreact with the dog. Dogs overreacting calm the dog down as best as you can and then end it there don't end it just pulling him away going fucking wild and shit because that's the last memory and he's going to do the same thing again so always trying to end it on a good note so yeah that's what i do it i ended on a good note um and then when we got to i don't know maybe five months old four between four and five months old i would say um i started just going up the driveway a little bit and not fast never so i did a, a story on that we should post that again maybe like a full a full post on that because people we get that question a lot um I would keep him like at a low, low pace where he was just like, like a little bit faster than a walk, super slow, just to get him used to going by because obviously he's growing. There's a lot of the, you know, vets in, are talking about the growth plates and all that. So I'm super cognizant of that stuff um, and understand that. So I was trying to, but, but listen, at the same time, I, I hear the vets out. And this is, again, when I talk about this stuff, not all, not all, not all, not all, not all, not, you know, not all vets I'm talking about, but a lot of the majority that I hear about are super concerned about the physical, but they take really not that much into account about the psychological. And this is a development time from zero to eight months. So when I hear people say, yeah, they told me to leave the dog inside till this amount of time. Okay, I understand you physically. And it really is like one of those ones where it's not just like a hard rule in my opinion, because I'm on a ranch here. So why in the world would I not bring Nico outside here? There's not really much else going on here. But if you're in a city and you're in an area where there's a lot of like, they don't clean up poop and there's that. I understand that too. So we have to be very aware of the individual situation 
And I'm always thinking about the mind. How do we develop the mind to be to, to see the world in a positive way and be like super uh, well-rounded and social and understand all that stuff? So, um, yeah. So I kept him. So for Nico, I kept him in a nice trot, like a like a, like, da, 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 like a little thing. And then as time went on, around six months, I brought it up a little bit. And these are like I'm talking about like five, ten minute things. And now he's almost eight months. He's seven and a half or whatever, almost eight months. So now I'll, I'll, I'll pick it up a little bit with him, not that much. Still, same short kind of like thing with him. Um, and he feels good about it. So He loves the bike. He loves it. He's like, when, when we bring the bike, he's like, oh, God, the bike's here. This is the greatest. I mean, he thinks about that about pretty much everything. But, <laughs> yeah, <he does. laughs> yeah. But like, but that's one that I just wanted him to feel good about that because knowing him and like how much energy he has, that was critical for me to have as a good experience for him. And then when I took him to Hoboken, I introduced him to the rollerblades and we rollerbladed around Hoboken. He's like, what the hell are these wheels on your feet? And I'm like, <laughs> but then I'm like, yeah, good boy. He's like, oh, we play with this. So again, Nico has a high play drive. So I bring that out. I bring the play and I'll bring a little excitement to these things because the play makes him feel good about it. Right. And then mm -hmm. I can bring the excitement of the play down to where I want it to be when we're actually like, going to go. So because sometimes people say, good boy, way to go. Dog's like, yeah, yeah. And they're jumping on the bike and going wild and too all that shit. Play. Yeah, too much. So, yeah, that's what I really did with him. So, yes, I agree. We have to we have to make sure that we're taking into account the development of the dog, their joints, their stuff. I give him things like we give him goat's milk. We give for, for his gut. I give him bone broth. Like we give him some glucosamine. We give him a lot of like things that can really help with joint development and, and all that stuff too. He's on a raw diet. Um, so I do all those things too. But yeah, I'm always like really paying attention to, to that. Taking both worlds into account. But for me, the primary world that I'm looking at is psychological, second physical. You know what I mean? But sometimes we have to, like the dogs we get here, we have to go to the physical first because the physical draining of that energy allows the mind to finally settle down. And, and then, so we're really still going for the psychological first, but we need to do this physical activity but in order to get there because that's the most important thing. Correct. Okay. Next. Next question. I'm on a roll today. Okay. Bianca Car. How do you say her name? I don't know. Caracapa? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry if I butchered that. Italian, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so it says, hi, what is your advice for puppies four months crying when going for a walk, but fine when the house is out of their sight? Yeah, that's it. So, yeah, very common one, by the way. People ask me that all the time. How come my puppy gets... So, actually, yes. Jamie, we, we skipped the order of, of things. Can you go to the other question? Oh, who wasn't ready today, by the way? That's right. Thank oh. you. You can't see yeah. me. Yeah. I don't know. I'm talking a lot of shit to start no, the fine. show, by the that's way. That's not what Mike did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got one, okay. two, and three. Okay. Well, be, well because we okay. went from biking, biking to, to car, right? <laughs> Remember that? Biking to car. Yeah, the car we wanted. The car next. we wanted. Yeah, that's, that's your. That's yeah. not yeah. the order I have in there, yeah. but well, it's okay. It's okay. I will take the accountability. Yes, good job. Thank you. Don't pass it along. Yeah. Okay, well, this one is from Roby Gennari. Mm -hmm. She said, uh, or asked. We're rather, only getting Italian people for this one, Italian Americans. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how that happened. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how to be calm in the car? Is giving a chew every time the best approach? Yeah. So this is like very common. Is that people are focused on, um, like, so my dog does this, and it's like in the situation, but they never are talking about all the shit that happened before that situation. Yeah. My dog's reactive and goes crazy on leash. Okay. So what do I do about that? Well, let's talk about over here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So what happened all the way here to lead up to that event happening? Because that's the biggest part, right? So in the car, they're, they're, they're going already there under the assumption and the belief my dog's terrible in the car, goes crazy, um, so I need to bring all this shit to distract him. 
And I don't think that's the best approach. I think we have to talk about more of the prevention of the car. So how do we get a dog to see the car as a place of calmness and relaxation? So to me, challenging body and mind, remember exercise, mindset, and infection, challenging the body, challenging the mind significantly. So if your dog has an issue, I would do this like really significantly to the point where the dog's like, oh my God, I'm just really tired. I need to like lay down. (sighs) Obviously not to like exhaustion, but like close enough to where the dog's tired, really tired and looking for a place to relax. So when the dog's mind is going into a resting recovery state, that's when I'm going to bring them to the car. Mm-hmm. So now the car is associated with that where they might say, but this car, but I'm actually tired. I need to recover. So I'm going to sleep for this car ride and relax and recover, which is a rest and recover equals calmness. The more that that calmness happens in the car, the more the car means calmness, if that makes sense, right? So for Nico, puppyhood, easy one. Like from the beginning, tire him out a little bit for eight-week-old, nine-week-old, simple. He's tired. I knew his nap times. When I see him starting to be like, oh, I got to get tired. Oh, guess what, buddy? Leash on. We're going in the car for driving to the store to get lunch and come back. That's it. We're going to go get gas where the people are coming to the car, by the way. That's a good one. I did a story on that. We can post that too. Um, A story on like the gas person coming. He's like, what's all this? And then I'm bringing food there. Mm -hmm. Like, so I'm bringing his like food. And always through the nose. Nose, because remember, nose is 60% of the brain, majority of the brain. So if the majority of the brain is saying, this feels good, then it's a good experience, a positive experience. So always tired. Tired. I mean, this is what I'm saying. Tired, but not just physically tired. Because people will say, oh, I got it. So what I'll do is I'll bring my dog to the dog park or bring them to daycare and drain them and make them go wild all the time. But there hasn't really been, there's not much mindset. We always talk about it, like Caesar loves saying, it's like Chuck E. Cheese. It is. It's like literally running around, ah. So the body gets a little tired, but the mind hasn't been challenged. There's nothing challenged about it. So how do we challenge the mind? Follower behavior, right? Following their leader, uh, following the bike, rules, boundaries, limitations of the games we're playing. Like, you can't only get this excited. Drop the ball when you bring it back. Stay here this time I throw it. Um, we're going to go for a rollerblade this time. Now we're going to do agility today and then we're going to calm down, relax in between it. Like that's how you can really challenge the mind as well. And then look, now you bring the dog to the car. So we did exercise. We did the mindset. Now we bring the dog to the car. He's tired as hell or she's tired as hell. Relax, recovery. He's in the car. And now affection in the car. Good boy. Now we're enhancing it. Because remember, you get what you pet, right? So I'm going to pet that freaking dog. I love that saying. Huh? I love that saying. Yeah. So you get what you pet. So if he's in a tired, calm, relaxing state, now I'm enhancing. I'm putting gas on the calm fire mm-hmm. in the car, which is a calm fire. We want calmness in the car. But what do people normally do when the dog's anxious, excited? It's okay. Good boy. Mm-hmm. You're all right. You're all right. And they're actually pouring gas on the excitement, gas on the anxiety, gas on the fear. No. Don't talk to that. Don't put gas on that. That's where, and then they put, make a fucking raging fire. And who's the fireman who comes and <laughs> had to come with the fucking hose and that's not what I want to do. I would rather do the puppyhood stuff and teach you how to make a nice fire. Look, yeah. we started making fires in the house now, how to make a nice controlled fire and, and, and put the fire, the place it should be, not create a fire in the fucking living room or like in the, over there. We were planning on making a video about this, about, um, affection and how powerful of a tool affection yeah. can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I forget what we were calling it, like uh, something about it was a, like love, but in like an unhealthy way. I forget what it was. Yeah. Well, the illusion of love was the only one. The wanted illusion to do. of love would be a really. I like the illusion of yeah. love, but like yeah, how people say, what's your favorite tool? And everyone's always thinking, what leash, what collar, what harness, what you know, whatever. What physical tool. Yeah, what physical tool? But I'm saying, well, what about the, your timing of affection, which is an enormous tool? Mm-hmm. Can you, what about your energy, which is number one tool? Can That's, you explain to us the illusion of love real quick? 
Yeah, so the illusion of love to me is like when people um, say, oh my God, I love my dog, I love my dog, I love my dog so much. And I'm like, all right, so how much do you take him out for a walk? Oh, we haven't taken him out in about like six months for a walk. Oh, um, and how does he, uh, do you challenge his mind in any way? Like, no, nah, not really. And how often do you take him outside at all? Uh, he goes around the block just once a day. And that's not love to a dog as far as I'm concerned. But listen, at the same time, a lot of these people don't know, so we can't make them wrong. So there's, you know, this dog training world, everyone wants to yell at each other and make everybody wrong. But I'm like, well, if they don't know, how are they wrong? They've, right. they've, been, they've been technically doing it the wrong way, but they don't even realize it. So they are not wrong and their intention is not to hurt the dog. The illusion of love to me is when people say, I love my dog, I said, let's translate that into, I love petting my dog. I love the way that dog makes me feel. I love being with that dog. So it's really about, and, and by the way, if you look up Eckhart Tolle, I think I don't know if we've talked about him before. He's all about meditation and consciousness and all I that. I think we have. Okay. And he talks about the time of like, of why people love petting an animal and why they love petting an animal because an animal is in its conscious state. So it brings you to consciousness. So it's giving you that gift of, of as humans, we're, we're past and future almost all the time, right? Unless we work on our consciousness or present. So it's giving you that, 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 that moment of consciousness, which is why it feels so damn good. Like, look at this thing. It's just here, and I can just pet it. And it makes me feel so good. That's why people love babies. Right. Yeah, exactly. Infants, same thing. They're just studying, and they're just present, right? From zero to seven, they're in presence, right? Now, if you're just doing that part, that's a selfish way. That's not real love to me. Real love to me is like with Cassie. I'm saying, how do I fulfill Cassie? How do I make her the most happy, confident, uh, calm, peaceful, whatever, human being, what can I do to do that before I say, what can she do for me? Mm -hmm. Same with Nico. My thing in the morning, what do we do before the podcast today? We're, it's not like, well, let's do the podcast and let's pet Nico and then maybe we'll walk him. No, first thing is, let's go, bro. We're going out and we're working for a while. I got to challenge you. So you have the ability with construction shit going on, a podcast going on to be laying downstairs right now, passed out, relaxing, right? right? You heard him bark a couple of times. He's normal. He's alerting. So that, that's the, the real love to me is doing that, is putting the dog's instinctual needs before your emotional needs. So everyone in this dog training world always wants to talk about the dog. My dog does this. My dog does that. My dog does, okay, what are you doing? Where's the focus? The focus needs to be on the human first, then the dog second. But everyone's putting the focus on the dog first, not the human. So it's a relationship. So in a relationship, how would either of you guys feel if your spouse, let's just say, or your significant other, only gave a shit about themselves and how you did for them. And they didn't give a fuck about you. And, but you had to like, we're like doing all this stuff for them. Right. Eventually you're going to say, what about me? I would be out. Yeah. You're going to be out. But guess what? A dog doesn't have the opportunity to get out. Right. The only way they're out is, is they get so frustrated. They bite somebody, they destroy the house. And then the human says, oh, there's something wrong with you. Kick you out, back to shelter, dump medicate, pour medications on you or euthanize. Medicate, isolate, euthanize. That's the results of the dog training world when a certain method doesn't work. But no one's talking about actually loving the dog and loving them for who they are, not trying to make them some fucking human being, which they are not. Treat them as a dog, and then you can do human things with them. Don't get me wrong. But make sure you honor them for, the, for who they are, which is a dog first. Then you can do some fun human thing, dress them up if you want to. Do all, I do stupid shit with Nico, too. But I make sure he's a dog for like 90% of his life, and then I do some stupid human things like like you know whatever some funny things with him but that's the thing that i think is the most important is honoring because look what if we uh, we didn't honor people for who they were what if we didn't honor a um um what if i didn't honor you for being a female what if i didn't honor you know what i mean like i have to honor who they are 
first, and then like where do I fit into that, right? right? So people want to be honored for who they are. There you go, alert. But that's why I want him. So just like a real quick note on that. That's it. Right? So a new person came in. I want this guy to alert. And he's young too, so he makes mistakes and he may go again, which is fine. But now I get to work with him through it. If he keeps going, then I'll get up and I'll go address him. Right? So I'm, that's my number one thing, remember. I'm not like, oh, this is annoying and what's wrong with him? My number one thing is, okay, so let's, one more real quick thing. When you're with just your one. dog, yeah, one thing. Uh, when you're with your dog, my number, let's just say like I'm with Nico and I'm going to meet one of you guys, somebody on the street. My number one thing, primary thing that I'm thinking about is giving direction to my dog, right? So that's number one. Number two, talking to the human. Mm -hmm. Most people are number one, hey, what's up? The dog has no idea what the hell's going on. Do I jump on this person? They bark, no direction given. Oh yeah, he's a little crazy. And I, well, no, he's not crazy. You just haven't done anything with him and given him direction. Right. Leadership, protection, direction, love. Love, almost never the problem. Protection, I got you, I'll keep you safe. I'm not gonna let dogs rush up to you. I'm not gonna let people just come on your, on your thing. And I'll give you direction in all the scenarios we are. But what are we seeing? Dogs protecting their owners slash possessing their owners and giving direction to other dogs, giving direction to their humans, mm -hmm. jumping on them, pushing them, all that stuff. And then, but I love him. I know, yeah, but you have one piece of it. And right. you have, by the way, potentially the illusion of love as well. See what I did that? Mm -hmm. Damn, that was pretty fucking good. Two hours later, he wraps <laughs> it back yeah. up to the we my, my one there. quick point, yeah. Okay. So. I don't even know what the fucking question was at that point. We're talking about the car. And yeah, so that, so I creating think you, the you, you answered that question. Answer it. So the yeah. association, create that association, drain the body and mind, then bring the dog there and enhance it with affection in the car when the dog's in a calm state. And they may, if they've had a bad experience with it or have struggled with it, you might not get total comments in there, but you're going to see much less. And have in your mindset that's what's going to happen, mm -hmm. not that like he's going to do the old thing. Or else you're just observer of the past, which is like useless. We were talking about this today of creating your future in your mind first, visualizing it, what is going to happen and what's it gonna be, not like, oh, it's gonna be like it was in the past over and over again. Then you just keep repeating that shit for the rest of your life. Or you can finally go, oh, I'm gonna do something new and then create a new thing. Mm -hmm. Next. <laughs> okay, so we'll go back to question number two, mm -hmm. which is supposed to be question three. Yeah, sure, <laughs> okay, making excuses. Yeah, keep, keep okay. telling that. Lack of accountability. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, go ahead. She didn't take full accountability, just so you notice. She went back. She went back. She was saying. Only accountability. No, 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 yeah, the accountability's okay. not there. It's accountability, but not really. But not really, yeah. somewhat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck you guys, okay, all right. You're kidding me. Go ahead, next. Okay, are you ready? Yes. Sure. Always ready. All right. What is your advice for puppies four months crying when going uh, for a walk, mm -hmm. but fine when the house is out of their sight. Yeah, that's super common. That's like, so So listen, a puppy, when they come to the new environment, at first you probably won't deal with it, but when they come to their new environment, they've been there just for a little bit of time, they're gonna say, all right, so this is home. This is like, our, this is our den kind of thing, but this is our home, this is where we stay, this is where I'm learning to be comfortable in this. The outside world becomes, what is this place? So even for Nico with me, when we started in the beginning, when I started walking him, he'd be like, oh, where are we going? What's all this? And that's the time where, where I'm bringing scent with him. I'm bringing some happy-go-lucky with him. The best thing of all, bringing calm, confident dogs with me and who are followers and respectful and trusting and all that. So we had the advantage of the pack. And if you have a dog like that, to me, there's a couple options, but your best uh, by far, in my opinion, is finding a friend, a family member, a colleague, whoever, a neighbor in your, in your apartment building in the area, who has a balanced dog and bring that dog with the puppy and go with them for a walk. Because it's gonna be, that's their own species showing them that everything's cool here. 
And then we're bringing the leadership thing to it and saying, we're also going to support you. We're going to protect you. We're going to direct you. We're going to show you what to do and all this. You don't have to put it all on you. They feel way more confident about doing so. Nico got over that shit really fast, but a lot of people are like confused by that. So they're like, why is he doing this? I don't understand. So they bring that energy to it. There's no other dog there to support them. And the, 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 the dog's ready. Like, what is this? Why are we leaving? What? And the, are you okay, baby? It's okay. And then they're like, yeah, so you feel like shit about this too. So I'm not going to go. I'm feeling nervous. I want to run home. This is danger. You're, you're um, confirming to me that this is a negative, weak, dangerous thing that we're going to. Whereas I'm like in a joyful state. And listen, if there were times where Nico was like, I'm going to go home. And I would just maintain that. The other thing you can do, bring a good scent of food. Engage the nose. Don't just put food in the mouth. That's another thing. Like when you're giving food, I would always, when I'm feeding this guy with everything, nose first. Nose first, his bowl, nose first. Everything through the nose first, then the eyes, then I'm doing the ears if I need to, to add something to it. So like for in that situation, smelly food, something that has a good strong smell that's gonna engage his like hunger, right? Hey, what's that? So I'm no longer am I worried about leaving the house or being fearful and all that. I'm, I'm actually hungry and that smells really damn good. So I start go, so nose and the eyes go to the human. And then as he starts coming, let's go. So I'm telling the ears what that whole entire thing meant. And the more I do that, the more that's what let's go is going to mean. Same thing with like a recall. Like in the house, for you guys who have young dogs, just do this thing. Your dog's sitting there. Instead of making the noise like, uh, like you're getting the, uh, this whole yeah. thing when you're getting the food out, that's ears first, right? Sorry if I screwed up your audio there. But that's ears first, right? I would rather it's something that doesn't make any noise. Dog's doing something else, relaxing, chilling. I get a piece of food and I go by and I just wave the scent by the dog like this. And then all of a sudden I walk away, like walk backwards away from the dog as he's coming to me to come get the food. Nose, the eyes, and he's coming to me. I say, Nico, come. I don't want to say it because he's going to get like, why am I not coming? <laughs> but Nico, come. And he comes. And at, while he's hearing that, so Nico, come means doing that action and then bam, pay right when he got to me or affection or toy, you know? So that's that. Are we have more questions or no? I hope that made sense, right? That, uh, yeah, pretty I mean, clear. Yeah. So it's nor just so you know, it's very normal that his dog's doing that. But remember, number one, your energy about it. Don't be weak about it. Don't feel sorry for the dog. Don't get frustrated with the dog. Don't get angry with the dog. Um, bring another dog who's balanced if possible. Bring scent there. Bring toy too. If your dog's toy motivated, Nico was toy. So I bring his like tongue toy little thing, and he was like, oh shit, what's that? We get to play in the walk too. So that's a reward too. Like you can use all those things as affection. People think affection is only petting, a good boy, and all this. But I'm like, affection is like, oh, you love a toy? I'm gonna bring a toy for you in this state. Okay, I love that. I'm gonna bring food, that's affection too. So remember there's many different ways and creating the associations at the basic level is like, is just understand that dogs are associations. It's like a kid, you know what I mean? Like ice cream shop, good, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like go to your room and do homework, bad. That was definitely me, <laughs> you know? Like, like, it's like, like um, whatever the experience was. And that's what they do. They see that certain people, they're like, I don't know. They get nervous about their person and all that. So it's good and bad, really. It's mm -hmm. a, or it's really um, pain and pleasure kind of also. Like what feels good to the brain, what doesn't feel good to the brain. So bring things that feel good to the brain in those moments and things that don't feel good. You know, we deal with that, obviously, and help them through that. So that's that. Hope that made sense. Made sense. If not, you guys can ask questions, too, in the comments. Hey. That's it. So that one now is now he's starting to get too excited. And so if he keeps going now, I'm going to go address him and then he, he won't make any more noise. And that's, so that's follow through. I'm giving the opportunity to listen to us and say, hey, it's enough. I, I understand him. So I'm okay. And this is what I wanted to say really quick was I'm okay with him doing the, uh, the alert barking. He's a shepherd. He's going to alert and I want him to alert. 
because there's times when I'm not here right. and it's just Cassie or something or just the staff here and this and that. I want my German shepherd to bark and make some freaking noise and tell people what the deal is, you know? Like, oh shit, there's a shepherd in there and I ain't going there. Right. So it's okay, I want him to alert and fulfill that thing. So what I do with him is I, when he would do the barking when people come, I say, good boy, low level. And then when he say, I'm gonna keep going, I say, okay, thank you, that's it. And if he kept going, now I'm standing up and addressing him, settling him all the way down, that's it, relax. But not bringing like, enough, quiet, yelling at him, attention, because then he's like, yeah, because then he's gonna say, look, that shit, this person coming makes you tense. Mm. That was an error I made with Maddie early, early, early on, whereas I would like be more of like quiet, correcting yeah. her for like doing the barking thing, but her job as back of the pack was to alert. Right. Nico's a shepherd, so they're way gonna be more in the alerting thing. That's in more of the breed thing with him, but he's the middle of the pack. Middle towards front, whatever. But yeah, so that was one where I want him to do it, but then to control the barking. So that's one where it's like, good for your alerting, thanks bro, that's it. But yeah. that last one, just so you know, was one where he was like, now I'm getting excited about these people, and let me add this kennel so I can go like, so that's what I'm saying, even though the barks, even the barks, you have to know what they mean. Because look, we're talking like, like I'm talking to you to a dog. Like, right. Nico, why are you barking at that dog, the people in the house? You shouldn't be doing that. The dog's just like, I don't know what the hell's coming out of this person's <laughs> mouth. But then the dog has like not that many different barks. And then all of a sudden, like people are like, like they don't understand any They're of their barks. They have no idea what their barks are, but they expect a species who's not as intelligent to understand full language of a human being that's a specific language of that species. Right. Doesn't make very logical sense, people. So stop humanizing your dogs. <laughs> you basically. ready for a puppy? Huh? You ready for a puppy? Oh shit, yeah. we're bringing a puppy up? Okay. Uh, unless you All don't right, want so to. So I'm going to make the switch. Yes. And I'm going to. Good. What a good trade. Puppy yeah. for no. Jamie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> puppy. No offense, Jamie. Don't say I gave you anything. I'm going to No. That's good. So we'll bring up a puppy really quick. So we'll just see what the energy is. Let's move this water because she's going to want this water. Can you give me your mic back? We'll bring a puppy on real quick. So this is one where I don't know um, even which one we're bringing, but we'll see what this Koa. Dog, Koa. Okay, yeah. Remember so her? Bringing, yes. So we're bringing Koa. Remember that dog? We're going to do a, um, and see what she's like up here. Because obviously we saw Georgie. Georgie was pretty confident being up here. And a lot of times I do things like this to test out. People were asking a lot, like, how do you know if your dog's front, middle, or back? Let's put it this way. A back is going to come on here, likely. It doesn't mean always. A back's going to come on here and, what is, okay. I'm worried about the edges, right? A middle's gonna come on and be, hey, everything's great. A front's gonna come on and be smelling everything and inspecting everything. What is all this stuff here? Who are you? Who's you? That's like more of a front. So we'll see what she does when she comes up here. Who is you? Who's you at? Who's you at? But yeah. Well, we have the time. If you guys are enjoying it, hating it, <laughs> um, wanting to hear different things, see different stuff, definitely um, put it in the comments. I love the feedback. Like. You know, back in the day, I used to get super offended by feedback, but that was when I was in a very emotional state, lacked confidence, uh, just a, lot, a very weak state. And now um, I want to hear both sides of it. Like someone talked about me saying blah, blah, blah a lot. I don't think I'd say that much today, hopefully. Um, I don't think you did. I know I ramble at times because this stuff I can, I get like, I'm working on my excitement level where I get so excited talking about this stuff. It's like my, the guy, uh, Tamar, yesterday talking about the guns. He was like, kind of going a little fast. I was like, wait, wait, hold on. So this, is, he's like, sorry, dude, I'm like super passionate about it. I'm, I get it. And that's how you are actually with, uh, yeah. With when you're talking to do about dogs. Yeah. I'm like, I can go like super fast. Real quick. What the hell just happened. So that's what I'm, that's my own growth is learning how to calm myself down so I can like really deliver the information in a nice, clear way, uh, for people. 
So yeah, let me know what you guys are liking, what you're not liking. I'm here again for you guys for this stuff to help you find balance with your dogs um, and understand how a dog can literally change your life. I did that post about Maddie a couple days ago, or maybe last week it was, and how, she, how like through her that changed my life for the positive. Um, and I really want that for everybody. But so many people have dogs and they just say there's something wrong with that dog. But that's a result. That's the that's the symptoms. You know what I mean? That's the result. We got to find out why that's happening. So what's the relationship? Who's the human behind the dog? And what is the dog trying to tell you about yourself? But most people are looking at a dog. She's aggressive. She tries to bite me with food. She tries to whatever it is. You know? Well, what's your approach with that dog? What are you doing with that dog? Are you just been cuddling that dog? Are you just petting him? Are you not walking the dog enough? Are you? being very weak with the dog? Are you allowing them to clean your space? Are you not waiting at thresholds? Are you taking your time to feed the dog in a calm state or just sticking food at them? So that's why I always say it's the human behind the dog. And to me, like this dog training world is, and vets and all this shit, no one's talking about it. Like no one's talking about the humans. I'm like, it would be like me being a relationship counselor for you guys and, or for, for you and your significant other. And I'm just like focused on you and the other person sitting there like, yo, what about me? Like, this person's doing a lot. This one you're talking to, it's got a lot of issues, you know? It's like, are we going to talk about the other? No, no, no. That one we don't talk about. We're not allowed to. It's like, well, we have to talk about that. And sometimes that's the most challenging thing I deal with is like the people who just don't want to go there, you know? And if they choose to do that, I can't force anybody to want to grow and get better with their dog. That's a situation where if they don't want to be aware, they, I have to accept that and basically uh, surrender to it because I can't influence anybody. I mean, I can try to influence, try to inspire and all those things. Yeah, bring her. But, but I can't f force them. So if I can't force them, let them suffer. I have to let them suffer and go through it. And they'll just never find true happiness. Yeah. Oh, yeah, look at this excitement. Okay, just give it to me. So this is Koa. She's here for our puppy enrichment program. Oh, yeah. Look at this. See how she does here. And we're going to have Cassie take a seat here so she can join us. Okay. So look, look at the back legs here. This is different than Georgie. Hi, pretty. Do you have any food here? Uh, can you go get some okay. No, it's okay. It's okay. This is good. Hi, pretty girl. So look, we have excitement, obviously. But the way I, what I'm seeing is like the body a little bit low, a little bit arch in the back kind of thing here. This is like, like a, this is some excitement. But she's feeling not terrible about it, which is awesome. So we're letting her kind of inspect the heads. Hi, pretty girl. Yo, that's what I like to see. Hi, color girl. So look, if I wanted to stop this, shh, that's it. That's claiming switch. She got the message, she's not offended by me giving a, a limitation on how much I want you to lick and be all over me. Shh. <laughs> Thank you. Very nice, pretty. This is really good. So this, she's more towards the end of our puppy enrichment. So she's been here for a while and she's doing really well. But what I wanted you to see when we first brought her on, hopefully you could see it on the camera, was her a little bit more like, 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 I'm um, happy go like So this tells me she's a middle and more towards the back of the middle, believe it or not. In this situation, at least, is what I'm seeing, is more towards the back of the middle because she was, like, happy-go-lucky about being on here with a low-level concern about what are the edges and what's this, and she was doing way more smelling. If we go back to the last episode when we had Georgie, you'll see him come on here, and we're like, oh, shit, we got to make sure this guy doesn't fall off because he's more like, hey, I love this place. What are we doing here? So he's more middle towards the front of the middle, yeah. right? So, which is awesome. I mean, these are great ones to have. These kind of dogs right here, what their issues are. So normally here, if I wanted to like engage her, I would do food. But if 
fired and whoever set her up fired for not bringing the food over there. <laughs> no, but so normally I would gauge the nose. Look, I can even fake it and she's going to think it's going to come because we've been doing a lot of food stuff with her. I want you guys to see her. Hi there. So this is low level. And, and the reason I'm petting her here with a little bit of excitement is because she was a little bit, con look, look, look. She's a little bit concerned about the edges here, which is normal. You want this big gap. So a puppy's going to feel like that. What do you think? You don't want to talk to the camera? Pretty. I'm looking at Maddie's face. Oh, you're looking at Maddie? <sighs> yeah, if we didn't know about her, if we never had her, we wouldn't be able to teach you. And now you're going to be a nice, big, awesome, balanced girl. Look, so someone's coming in. You're going to control the excitement, so not that much. Perfect. Shh. Blocking a little bit there. I'll give her some. So there's excitement there. And we'll do the same thing we did with Georgie. Let's see how she does with it. The scent first. So this is a dog who's been here a little bit, so she understands not to just rip out of the hand. <sighs> yes. Look, she gets distracted, bring the scent. So instead of me bringing the food all the way up, I'm gonna make her figure this out. I can move a little bit and see what I get for this. So a little thing right there. Even that little piece of eye contact was awesome. But look at how she's, she's here, and if she, look, I'll even put it here. That moment of, that's right, not yet. I want the food to come to her and not her come and grab the food. Look at that. It's like putting a leash on a dog. So her ears went to shit downstairs, but the scent brings her right back. It's like literally putting the leash on because I got the majority of the brain. Here. So this tells me with the staff, I have to talk to them. Yes. I need more eye contact with her, right? Because she's getting more of like, give me that food, give yeah. me that food, looking at food. Yeah, so this helps me to understand where they're at. And I can say, hey, so, so literally after this, the note's going to be with Kawa, I need more eye contact with her. This is what we're always doing. And since Cassie's here, Got right? it. <laughs> no taking. Got that. I want you to see this part. That's a good part right there also. So look, I presented the food right there. If you notice to the nose. She calmed down, yeah. She calmed down and she laid down and said, well, I'm just going to fall asleep on here and just hang out. Look. A lot of staff say she reminds them of Nico. Yeah. Yeah. This is like, yeah, she's an energy like Nico for sure. You can see she's got some shepherd in there for sure. It reminds me, like, this is like a blast from the past from, like, <laughs> from the summer of having Julie. Nico here. Yeah. So using the nose is okay, but this Nico. is good. This is good. And, and by the way, this girl came in. I hope we have. I don't know if we have video of her when she came in. Yeah, I can't remember. We do. All over the place. Yep. All over the place. Nuts. This is like a total transformation. It's been what? Two weeks? Three weeks? Just under two. Just under two weeks with her. Look, this is good. Smelling oh, it. You have a. Oh, we have another guest coming. <laughs> oh, I wonder why he's up here. Look, so this is good to help him. Oh, look, and I can do the food. Jake, Cassie's dog. Yep. Hello, Jake. Jake, who used to be aggressive and shit, right? Mm. Look, and I can bring food here. Jake. Distract. So many guests on today's show. <laughs> who just showed up. Jake just showed up. With his little, with his vibrate collar, because he gets all whiny when Cassie's not around. Welcome, Jake. Poor little baby. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Jake. So I'm not going to even do this yet, because of the excitement a little bit. So if he gets distracted, if she gets distracted now with him, instead of me correcting, saying, no, I'm a bad dog, because someone, the dog came up. I love that she was happy-go-lucky about the dog, which is fantastic. Shh. That's Nico saying, well, how the hell can, why can that guy come up and not me? He's not supposed to. <laughs> <sighs> I 
see if we can mm -hmm. create that. Just trying to figure it out. I've waited long enough. Yeah. Okay. I normally dog be on the floor so they'd be looking up better. Right. Right. So this is like the heart. Let me see if I can do that part. I don't know if you'll be able to get me in the shot. <sighs> yes. That's better, by the way, people, than doing what they will tell you. Like, put the food right here. Look. It's nose. Look, it's here. But then watch what happens when I move the food away. <laughs> That's oh, what they're yeah. looking at. Look yeah. at me. Yeah. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Well, yeah, I'm looking at the food. Look, I'm looking at the food. Now, look. Looking at food. And then now I'm looking at food. Yeah. Let me do this part again. The breathing thing, too. I'm sending Khan this. Like, I'll even pay that potentially. Her eyes. Yes. Her eyes came up there, so she was head all the way down and looked up like this. So I'm going to pay that. Very good. So we can end it with her here, right? Yeah. On the thing. Koa. And we'll give her a little bit of happy-go-lucky because she did so good. Thank you so for looking at the time for affection here. Oh, my and Jake. girl. And Jake. I know why. So, good so many guests. Jamie left. So oh, no she one's downstairs. She walked out. <laughs> you did That's so why. good, girl. Yes. She's a, he gets a people lonely. dog, not yeah. a dog dog. Yeah. He gets lonely down there. Watch. It's okay, Jake. You're invited, Shh. too. That. Yeah. So we've taught that. So she was licking obsessively right there. I put a limitation. But how I did that was we'll stop her with the leash. We'll stop her with the hand and block for a second. Hey. And then I'm making the noise once she's done the behavior. And then she understands what that means. <laughs> That's like when the dog just being like a, like a silly little dog. She's like, let's be silly. Let's do something <laughs> fun. You know? But this is great. So that breath is the breath of like heaven for me when a dog gives that and that's a time for affection very good okay no she thinks i stole food that's yeah. why but now we know with a dog like this i'm going to limit food hey so this is him being a baby so we got to work with him as well right this is a, i don't get pissed at nico i'm not angry at him i understand him. he's a seven month old dog who's hearing jake up here who's hearing us up here and cassie up here who he gets a little little anxious about because he wants to be around her a lot <laughs> but so those are all things that I have to take into account and not go scream and yell at him. But my hey, if you notice, I'm giving it a little bit more firm. So it's still calm, but I'm bringing the assertive up for those moments. So that's how we're dealing with it. I know it interrupts your show a little bit, but I think it's helpful that... For people to see the real shit. Yeah. Right. I know. So, this so is it's like, not just that's comparing a great point. to Steve and yeah. the social media. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, because people can sometimes perfect. see Nico. He's perfect. Oh, he's such a beautiful dog. He's perfect. Yeah. Look at this calmness. He's amazing. He's the best thing ever. And I'm like, well, not always. And if you hear some voices in the background, we have some work being done to yeah, the house, too. Yeah, we have work too. being done. Yes. We have electrical being done. Yeah. This is, this like, is this, a real this business. Ranch, this ranch is nonstop <laughs> going. So we're doing it. You know what I mean? That, by the way, most people will make excuses. Well, there's people coming over. Well, the, we have to do the dogs. No, we're doing Nico it. Nico might whine. Jake might just randomly walk upstairs. Yeah. Like, like Cassie might not bring food when she goes. We don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, I'm filling in. You know Thank what you, mean? Cassie. But, but. We have to do it. We have yeah. this is part of the deal. So it's a real deal situation that we have to be able to help help people. It's really good. Definitely. Little Miss Koa goes home in two days. All right. It's only two weeks. It's awesome. So she's made an enormous improvement. But this is how you can get it really fast because they're, they're, the mind's open right now. And the fact that she's smelling around, totally inspect that. Yeah, check that out. Good job. Because she's using nose and it's pushing on a little bit. Like, what is this thing? What's that plant there? Now, if she's always putting the mouth on, I'll, I would correct her for it. She's doing pretty good for being like, on top of yeah. something too, though. Definitely. But look, like, that's what I'm saying. She's middle, and yeah. she came, and but she's more back. She's a little bit towards the back of the middle. Look mm -hmm. at that, the way that this, she reaches, kind of like mm -hmm. that. It's a little bit unsure, very little. So we let her go through it and realize nothing bad happens. Look from here, Koa. 
Oh, sorry, I wrote it on nodes here. That's my mistake. Mm -hmm. I wrote it on nodes. And co-op. Good. And I'll just give her affection. Look at those beautiful ears, little shepherd. Oh, this is my affection. But look at the timing. She's, what has this dog done today? She's walked today. She's done treadmill. She's, I think, been in the park. She's done a lot of stuff today. So this is why we create this. And now we have this mindset. Good girl. Good girl. Very good. And do it in, do it in like limits, like a li little bit and then end it. Little bit and end it. Because people overdo that. They pat, they pat, they pat, they pat. And the puppy goes like that eventually. She's in this state, so we give a little bit. Good girl. One and two. And I'm sending like calm, nurturing pets and my energy calm. Very good. My tonality calm. I want to enhance the calmness here instead of good girl. That's what people are going to do. I don't want to do that because she's doing so awesome, but we'll do that on another one. I'll show you what, what happens if we give too much affection uh, in an excited way. She's done. She's going to bed. She's over. So I guess that's the way the show is over. Nah. All right, thank you guys. Let us know in the comments if you enjoyed the show, if you hated the show, um, <laughs> if, what we should do with for punishing Cassie for not bringing the food with the puppy. <laughs> I would love uh, to hear your thoughts. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> what should we tell her to do? And anything else you guys want to see, talk about? We have a lot of things happening. Uh, we're planning on future ones, bringing on some more people from the dog world and stuff like that to do an Ask the Pack Leader. And it's like, oh, it's a certain type of question. Let's bring on this person. People or, from the rescue world. From the rescue world, from the vet world, from the competition world from, I mean, I have so many ideas for this. We're gonna be getting back to the pack leader experience, which yep. is gonna be a show which is about uh, leader pack leaders and their industries who are killing it and like, how did they get from wherever they were to where they are now? We have some really cool guests lined up who all of them are our clients, which is like, you'll probably know all of them, but it's really awesome to see them and their experience, what they did and then what they learned with their dogs and how it all came together, how we talked about, you know, NFL player. How did you get from being a kid, wherever you were, to becoming an NFL player? And what did you learn about leading your dog that you now apply on the field when you're yeah. in the NFL in front of 80,000 people and stuff? So things like that's going to be really cool, and I'm excited for that. A lot of good shit coming, guys. Oh, yeah. And more puppies. Everybody loves the puppies. Okay, gritty. Which one, do we have another puppy here? Besides Georgie? Georgie, Koa, so we'll have some more puppies coming, basically. Okay. More puppies coming. I think we're going to do one more puppy one. By the way, notice like a lot, a lot of, sh yeah. the last thing yeah. I'll say is notice how like she's with me a lot because she's like, wait, well, this guy's providing leadership. She's telling me that what not to smell, what not to lick. Yeah, but she also knows you have food over there. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. But I'm saying that too. But, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because that's where it comes nose. from. Yeah, using yeah. the nose to be able to engage uh, the nose and bring her back in. So she's, I'm, I'm controlling her brain by just a scent. We got a close-up view. Yeah. She's getting all her saliva on yeah. Adam's yeah. cameras. Watch, and I'll all show you if we want to bring the cameras. obedience thing, the obedience thing through the nose. Look. Sit. Okay. Good. See, I don't know if she knows this part yet. Down. Down while she's going, and then I pay it right there. Yes, good girl. I pay it there. And she's, listen, what's happening there is not like she's like rationalizing, saying, oh, I got food when I did, no. The brain is just associating, when we put our butt to this thing, he liked that. Then he, that word sit happened while my nose was telling me this is good shit that's happening. Food primary reinforcer, which tells the brain, do this way more often. But it's also not just the physical, psychological. So if we're just doing it with that, with only just the excitement thing, then, then she's sitting, but excited. That was literally the dog that came yesterday. The clicker with excitement, and dog thought his biggest issue, excitement. Mm -hmm. So this is all the calmness things, uh, nose and then down. And then while she's going all the way down, down, we're saying, yeah. <laughs> we gotta work on some eye contact with you. <laughs> Thank you.
<laughs> Thank you guys. Have an amazing day. Stay calm and confident, and we will see you guys soon. All right, call girl. Yeah. We finished the show. We finished the show. Yay. Her ears are my favorite part. Uh, she's, so good. she's so good. Okay, let's do it. <laughs>